Welcome back to the Time Sync Podcast. Uh, this is episode 22. Uh, I am one of your co-hosts, Hamza. I'm still obsessed with Scott Pilgrim, named him Oldie. All right, and let's 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 get let's get to this. <laughs> so many uhs and like stutters. All right, let's go. All right. Uh, well, I'm gonna start off with a little bit of follow up. It's not a podcast. We don't start with follow up. Yeah, exactly. Of course, uh, all of our adoring fans have told us so much follow up. <laughs> Anyways, so I asked my I asked my dad like, what did he address? How did he talk to his parents? Like, how did he? You know, what did he call them? And if you if you guys remember, my mom called her parents Papa and Baji, so like dad and sister for for mother and fa- for father and mother. So it's kind of strange. But my dad calls his parents Abba for dad, and then Amma or Ami for mom. So um, Abba Ami, Abba Ami. Okay, what do this translate to? Because I don't know what those are. Abba is just dad. Is a name for dad? Like Abba, Abu John, Abu. You know, it's just a name for dad. Okay, so it's just like a dad. And Ami is, yeah, it's just, it's just a Pakistani term for mom. So Ami, Ami, John. Okay, Ami. so very standard names for parents. Uh, I, I mean, I would think so, yeah. If Pakistani names, yeah. So yeah, so you don't match either of your parents then, technically. No, yeah, I don't. I don't, exactly. I call my dad Daddy, so I don't call him Abba or Papa. It's English. It's just English. Yeah, and I call my mom Mama, which is not, well, it's not Baji, okay? <laughs> and it's not uh Ami. That's weird, yeah. Like, I, I know. I, I always thought that you'd match one of them, but yeah, I guess not. Maybe maybe it is, and I'm just the oddball out. I don't know. Yeah, remember, it was sample size of two, so not the best. I mean, you can also consider my sisters, who also follow what I do, so. Oh, your sister, sisters are the exact same as you? Yeah, wait, your sister's not the same as you? Uh, she is. She is. I just wasn't sure. Like, I, I know why I assumed that your sisters wouldn't be, for some reason. No, 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 of course. Yeah, they, they say the same thing as I do. I think that's probably very normal. That yeah. siblings would have the same words. For sure, definitely. You have another point to follow up, right? Oh, damn, savage, right? All right, yeah, that was, that was the second I mean, point. Like, what? Like, what, what else is there to talk about? We got it. We, we, we spent the entire, like, half an hour in the last podcast talking about this. We covered it. I, I don't know. I don't know. I assume, I assume we're going to do something else. All right, anyways. So, the second point follow-up is, so I was li- so my sister was listening to the episode on, I believe it was episode 20, on endonames and exonames, you know, that kind of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And in there, we talked about, in school, we took AP Euro, and there's there's world history, and then the AP equivalent kind of was AP Euro, a European history. Yeah, it dropped the world. Yeah, exactly. Kind of joked around that, oh, European history is so popular. It's like, it's more popular than world history, therefore, we took AP Euro, kind of, and, uh, I didn't really think much of it when we were talking because it didn't seem like it didn't seem wrong. But then when I when I listened to it again, so my sister first like she listened to it and she told me like, "Bro, you realize that there is an AP World History," and then I was like, "Is there? Oh man, we look real stupid." Wait, and I was like, "Of course there is, yeah, I know." But then she's like, "It, it didn't sound like you th- you thought that." I was like, "Really?" Then I listened to the podcast again and I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, it sounds like we have no idea AP World History is a thing." No, I actually had no idea that there was AP World History. I thought I thought the equivalent of World History for the AP standard was European history. They just dropped the notion of the rest of the world being a part of world history. Exactly. That I, okay, that, that's what I felt like when I listened to the podcast, but I didn't feel like the one I was talking to. That's kind of, it's a little strange. And it's weird because like, I think because I started the conversation and so I set the tone for the conversation. And my tone was of, I didn't know AP world history exists. Yeah. yeah. So in, so in our high school, um, there, so there is world history and I don't know what they teach in there. That's for CP people. And then for AP people, CP stands for like college prep, right? Yeah, college prep or basically just not AP. I don't know. Yeah, just non AP. Yeah, they didn't want to call it normal, I guess, so they called it CP and AP. It kind of, yeah. I don't even know what that makes sense. Because like AP classes are supposed to be like college classes, but then CP is college prep. I don't know. Whatever, bro. Whatever you, whatever makes you happy. So AP, anyways, we took AP Euro, okay, and they didn't offer AP World History, as far as I know, in our high school. Yeah, that was an option. But they did offer AP European history. Like we said, it was the it was the alternative to world history. Yeah, yeah. and my sister told me that, um, and I wasn't told this in my AP Euro class, or maybe I wasn't paying attention to this standard. But my sister said in her AP Euro class, the prof- the professor, the teacher, first said that, oh, you know, there is a thing as world history, but we don't offer that here because of reason, reason, reason. So we're offering European history. But we will talk a little bit about the world in it, but not as much. We're going to focus on European, the, the Europeans and... You know, world history has a lot to European history, so it kind of all ties together, sort of. Kind of alluding to that. But other high schools in the area did teach AP world history as well as AP European history, both subjects. 
Oh, so weird. Okay, so this is one of the things that we just are, or at least my perspective is skewed because of my high school just doing some the weird thing. And I was like, oh, that's the that's the norm. That's the standard. And I never, I don't know why, I never thought it was a standard, but I remember, I remember specifically, like, I had some friends in our high school that took AP World History. Like, of course, they didn't take what? it, at, yeah, they didn't take it at high school. They took it somewhere else, they self-studied, and they took the AP World History exam. Oh, so, okay, so they took the exam. I don't remember the exam either. Yeah, they took the exam. They had, like, basically, it's like, someone's like, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, our school offers, like, five APs, and they're like, oh, yeah, I took 12. It's like, wait, how does that, how does that happen? Oh. Yeah, you self-study. You get the you get the book. You memorize that book. Yeah, basically. All right, there you go. Uh, so I, I, it's one of the things that I, it makes me feel so dumb. It's like, yeah, obviously my high school might do something weird. It just never occurred to me that like, that that would be the case. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, I don't know. Well, here, okay, it's kind of weird because I knew that there was AP World History though. Yeah, you did. That's okay. Now it looks even weirder for you because you knew, and I I just didn't know. So that's my excuse. Ignorance. Ooh ignorance i don't know that's it's interesting it's, it's interesting like what else is there that you know is similar to this thing yeah like j- there's like how many how many other things do i just take as like the norm when it comes to like anything but specifically the education system in this case that isn't the norm just because of where i happened to go to school exactly is anything even real anymore <laughs> like pep rallies and the pep rallies are like a common thing right maybe not yeah pep rallies for like uh games and stuff yeah for sure Oh, they're getting outdated, dude. Like no one, like no one cares. <laughs> not, not in our area, yeah. Yeah, at least yeah, once again, we maybe we think no one cares because no one cared at our school that much. Yeah, because I don't know how pep rallies worked in other schools, but it was basically like they'd be like, what, forty-five minutes to an hour at the end of class or at the end of the day, where we would just have to go to the gymnasium and sit and watch a show, essentially. Bro, I don't remember anything. I'm not gonna lie, I didn't, I didn't remember that. All I remember was that they had to adjust the class schedules. Like, every class had, like, five or ten minutes less just to compensate for the hour at the end where you would have to be all just back into a gymnasium and watch a show, essentially. But if you wanted to, you couldn't leave campus. But you could just go to the the other... There's like, there was, like, a room, basically, where you could just sit there and just hang out with your friends instead of watching the show and going there. That's what yeah. all me and my friends did. Yeah, exactly. We didn't watch any of the shows. We just decided, hey, let's go to the other room and just hang out. And I think we just played... On our DSs the entire time, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I mean, I I, I still went to the rallies just because, you know, it, it's it's fun to just, just watch and be around the crowd. But I, it is really crowded, and I, I can't imagine just, like, ignoring that in, in the in the new cafeteria. Not a huge fan of loud noises and uh, huge crowds, so that's a no-no for me. Yeah. Oh, now you're talking about pep rallies? It's kind of funny, because I, I, went, I, went, I think I went to the first pep rally of my high school, like, Time? What do you call it? I mean, we would call it high school career, right? What would you call that? The four years of high school. Anyways, I went to the, the first rally of my freshman year, the first year at high school. And I was, I was like, this is this is a terrible decision. And from like then on, I didn't go to any. But I went to one after I left high school. Because my little sister went to high school. And they started doing, I don't know if this is always a thing or if this is like a new thing. They started doing repeat rallies after school like late at night so the parents could come and watch them too bro they always did that dude they always did that they okay i didn't know because obviously i didn't care the night rallies yeah yeah the night rallies but so i actually went to go watch one of those because my sister wanted to show off her classes oh yeah, 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 yeah. i remember now like the ambulance stuff right yeah and like we first of all we didn't get to see the one because she was i think she was the, her class was the fourth of the night and during class three's performance there was like an accident. It's like an accident happened, and it's like it's the most mem- memorable thing from my when I think of the high school. I think of that, even though it didn't happen while I was in high school. Wow! It was just like a kid did a flip and he messed up the land. He, he didn't stick the landing and he hit he hit his head, and like they had to like uh, had to call the ambulance. We had to be taken out, and everyone decided to leave. And my sister, it was like one of the things. Where like at the moment, we're like, oh, it's it was super like scary, and now looking back on it now that we know that the kid's fine, like everything worked out. Like, there were no uh, no long-term effects. He was, like, in hospital, I think, for, like, a day, maybe two, and that was it. And my sister's like, it was, the whole reason we went there was to see the fourth show. We didn't get to see the fourth show. Yeah. And now I'm scarred for life. Oh, my goodness, dude. That's that. It was I'm really at... scary, dude. It was, it was a lot of blood. Okay, bro, calm down. This is not a gore podcast. Okay, I get it. We get it. That's crazy. That's crazy, though. Like, I can't even imagine, like, I don't know how that must feel. What was, do you have anything equivalent, like, horrifying accident that occurred in front of your eyes? 
Uh, I have one. Is it is is it too bad that you can't see share on the podcast? I I can I can share. It's not it's not terrible. I've, I've told people in my okay. life before this. When I when I talk about how you know um, would you make the right decision in a, in a certain moment, right? And everyone's like, oh, of course I would. Or some people would be like, I don't know. I guess we'll find out during the moment, right? Kind of deal. Yeah, yeah. We all want to believe that we'd be we do the right thing, but like, yeah, when well, the time comes. Yeah. So what happened was basically um I was at. Actually, you know what? Before we get there, Emily, I wanted to ask you. Um, did did you go to uh like junior high and elementary school in, in America? Yeah, I did. And so, were there any like rallies and stuff in junior high or? I'm not sure about elementary, but. Let's see, in junior high. As far as I know, there were no rallies. It was the only like unique thing about junior high when like it was like novel because it was the first time were dances like they would do dances after school. And that was like the only thing I could think of was like junior high. That was like junior high's thing. Elementary school was because, you know, it's it's the first time at school. Then you go to junior high and it's like, oh, now it's legit. It's legit because now we got after school dances. And then high school had rallies. Like each of those periods of my life had like a unique thing. And that's like, that was the junior high thing was we had dances for the first time. So, so when, you know, wait, elementary school, didn't have that, didn't, have a, didn't that have a dance or something? I, I remember my elementary school having any sort of dances, but. I've clearly established I'm not exactly the outgoing type, so who knows? I might have just missed that. No, no, no. I think I'm just crazy. All right. Anyways, yeah. So it went in high school. So it didn't shock. Like, did it shock you? Basically, I want to. I just want to ask. Like, did it shock you? Or did it surprise you that they had these kind of rallies? They had like a lot of people. Like, you know. Honestly, it did. Cause I just assumed growing up that, that was just one of those things they show on TV. Cause like high school, you know, high school TV shows they have pep rallies. Yeah. But they also have like a lot of things that our high school didn't have, and I just assumed that that was just one of those things that's like, oh, it's a TV thing. There used to be a thing in the past, and then they stick around because television portrays high school as like this. And when it actually happened, I'm like, oh my god, these are these are real. So like that's why it surprised me because I just assumed that it was one of those TV things that just stick around for no reason. Okay, so it really surprised me. All right, first of all, like I I homeschooled through junior high, so. Man. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Elementary school, public. Junior high, private. All right, home. Homeschool. And then. Charter school. I don't know if you want to say that. Yeah, sure. I don't even know what that means. I don't know what the definition of any of those things are. But, and then uh, high school is public again. And then yeah. public throughout. Yeah, yeah. Um, actually, it started from private and then private, public. Wait, you know, you don't need to go that far. But anyways, the point, the point, the point is I didn't have any experience to any of these rallies or any of these kind of like peppy stuff, whatever, whatever. You know what? You know what I'm saying? School spirit. For what? In general, like, yeah, yeah, do you have any exposure to any school spirit thing? Because I feel like that started in high school when like people started caring about school spirit. My elementary school had a lot of spirit. Dude. They always had these songs about like the actual elementary school. So, school spirit itself, it was okay, but not not school spirit. What shocked me is like the first day, I remember of going to the high, going to the high school. Like, so my dad drops me off, I walk off, and there's just people clapping. Like, I'm walking down the line, and people are just, like, you see, it's like, it's like imagine you're like you're at like a royal like the red carpet. You're walking down, people are just clapping around you. I'm not even joking, right? Did that happen to you? When, like, when you're like the first day of school, or is it like when you when you when you went to like get your school supplies at the school or something, or the check out your locker? When was this? I think this was. I th- I think this was. Um, this might have been orientation or something like that. Yeah, I'm not sure if it was the first first day of school, but it was. It was. I don't know. I don't know what it was, but honestly, I don't remember. But the point was, it happened. Okay, and I'm walking down, and people are clapping. And I'm just like. Why? Like, what's is, is, is something going on here? And I go inside. It's just super loud music. I'm just shocked. I'm like, is it? Oh, I think this was orientation. And it was it was super loud. I'm like, what the flip is it? Why is it so loud? Like, why? You know, it's kind of hurting my ears right now. But I guess this is just the kind of culture. And you know, of course, you get used to the, you get used to the loudness of it as you as you uh, grow accustomed, or you lose your hearing. I don't know. I think it's easy. I think you just lose your hearing. I think you just it's not as loud anymore because you can't hear as well. So I think yeah, this is definitely orientation because I remember then we played a bunch of games and whatnot, and you know, to find our these kind of things. It was so weird for me because, well, I knew some of my people from, from elementary school. So I was like, oh, yeah, what's up, guys? And then they were like, oh. Are you rekindled friendships? Yeah, like, where did you go and stuff? And there's also some people that, I mean, of course, there's tons of people that I had no idea who they were. And, but then we had to play these games with, like, strangers. And I was like, a little awkward because, like, what's, you know, it's kind of weird, right? Orientation is always awkward because, like, oh, you know, go around telling one your name and, like, your favorite dessert or something, you know? And, like, get to know each other is always terrible. Yeah, yeah, but that just surprised me. I was like, well, that's kind of weird. And then, you know, then you get used to it and then kind of life moves on. But it was it was just surprising. The biggest the biggest thing that surprised me or like, well, not surprised me, but it was like an odd adjustment period was going from elementary school to junior high. 
was when you went from having one teacher for everything to having like different classes at different times. You have to go between classes. And like, so you didn't have that in junior high, right? You went straight to high school. Yeah. So that's when you had to adjust to that. It wasn't really that bad, honestly. I, I didn't even feel like it was any anything crazy or anything. I, I literally just like, I got my schedule. I was like, all right, sure. I just went with it. Like, I, I didn't even, I didn't think anything. I just remember something like crazy. Because like your first experience with high school must have been really wild. Because you went, weren't you in that one like class that had like a bunch of kids who were held back for reasons? Bro, I don't know if we want to talk about all this, all this high school drama. But um, it's not drama. You can sound like, like you're talking about like whether Stacy broke up with her boyfriend. This is like this is not high school drama. All right, high school, high school ex, high school experiences. You got come on. You got you got to talk about that classroom because that classroom was crazy. The way you describe it to me. Okay, okay. So first of all, the class was algebra one. Okay. So normally when you when you're freshman, you take what do you say? You took you took geometry or something? I took geometry. That was like yeah. Normally in middle school you finish algebra. Algebra, you know, like pre-algebra and algebra one. Yeah, yeah. Junior high, middle school. And but I think they're changing it up a little bit now. So maybe. Oh yeah, it, 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 this is completely like regional based. Yeah. Because yeah. I know like other schools in my area, they finished geometry in middle school and started in algebra two when they got to high school. And I think now it's changed for the school we went to. It's like somehow even more further behind. Like now you start in algebra in high school. But back when you took algebra in high school, that wasn't the case. Yeah, and my cousins right now, like, they're in high school, and they're taking, like, their schedules are different, too, just because. Uh, anyways, the point is, uh, I took algebra one, but. You were behind, technically. Most of my peers were taking geometry. Okay, just that's, that's what you should definitely think about. And so, the class I was in, and so I'm a freshman taking this class. Okay, just keep that in mind. And normally, no one takes this class, because, right, they're already past this. They're in geometry. Geometry is the next level. So, in this class, there were a lot of freshmen as well, of course. I'm not saying there weren't. But there were some sophomores, there were some juniors, and there were some seniors taking this class, which is surprising. But notice that, like, just remember that this class, this Algebra 1 class, like, you have to take it to graduate, right? You have to graduate. This to- is the bare minimum of math required to get a diploma. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, you need to pass this class. So, there's seniors in here, which is kind of weird already. But, whatever, they're there. And... The, here's the thing the teacher was really great like i really like the teacher she was really good she had a little bit of accent i don't know if she was like i'm not sure like german russian that kind, you know some kind of accent but still very good very great teacher and i learned lots but the the kids in the class were crazy like there were some crazy kids and every i'm not i won't lie like nearly every class we had we had a security guard named alex he, he would always get called every single time oh so they call like the security person in, so it wasn't like he was always in the room they had to call him at least once a day to come and deal with something. Yeah, he would get called once a time, and and he would come and be like, "All right, let's go." And then the person would go, and then they would leave, and we never see them. We won't see them, and then next day the process will get repeated with someone else, not the same person either, because there's just so many hooligans in the class. But I remember it got really because the thing is, you have to call Alex with the with the phone, right? And there's there's a phone inside the classroom. Yeah, every classroom has a phone, of course. Yeah, every right. classroom has like a phone, and then you can call stuff with it, right? And so, the teacher would just grab the phone and call Alex or something like that, and usually that'll be fine, and we move on, right? But what happened in this case? She went to she went to I forgot what the, I forgot who the student was or what the student did. Um, like they were about a fight or something, and basically. Oh she, God! Wait, wait, wait. So the stuff that Alex would come down for was like brawls. No, 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 no. That's just, okay. Brawls are like uh very rare, but usually it was just like talking back to the teacher and then like flipping over a desk or something. But <laughs> in this case, it was like I think I'm not sure, but I think something was going crazy. That was it. But yeah, I'm not I'm not really paying attention to these guys. I'm trying to do my work here. <laughs> <laughs> but I course, got math to do, bro. Yeah, right. So, anyways, she she goes on the phone. She's about to call Alex, but then one of the guys comes over and just cuts the 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 cord, like of the phone cord. And I'm I'm sitting there like, wait, what the heck's happening? This kind of, this is a little too much now. Like, you know, it's like it's a little extreme here. And I'm sitting pretty close to the phone too, so I'm a little. <laughs> I need to move this back. This dude with scissors, like clearly about like in an agitated mood, cuts the wire, looks at you with the scissors. No, no, no. I mean, he, I, I don't think he even knew who I was. But the point is, I was like, I was a little. Wait, how, how are you gonna call Alex now? <laughs> even besides, like, what are, we, what are we supposed to do, right? Well, am I supposed to do something here? Because like, it's kind of weird, right? Anyways, I just remember like when he cut, well, after he cut it, like, I was just super shook. And the teacher was like, the teacher wasn't that surprised actually, so she must have been used to this or something. She, I oh think she, God. I think she used her phone and then she called Alex anyways. And then um, I think they were they were they were right about to they were right about to fight or something. They still haven't fought. You know how they always like fight you, they'll fight you, fight, but they won't actually fight because yeah. come at me, bro, come at me, bro. Hold me back, hold me, exactly. And then, anyway, so then Alex comes, these guys go, and then I remember one of them, like, I never saw him again, and I'm pretty sure he went to the, uh, like, he, he dropped out or something like that. But anyways, um, after that, the class was a lot more mellow. But, you know, the only reason I brought this up, I remember I was talking about it, because 
um, there was there was a topic which was, can you blame the teacher if no one, not a single person in the class, like gets an A or gets a B, right? Like gets a high grade, basically. Can you blame the teacher at that point, right? Like the teaching skills are not good enough. Yeah, is it like is it a bad teacher or a bad student situation, right? Exactly, and and I was I was agreeing with that for sure until I remember this classroom. I was like, hang on a second, never mind, because this classroom can you can totally imagine that the teacher can try as hard as as hard as they want, but the students, they might not just want to be there, even if they have to take this class to graduate. It's crazy. I still feel like no, I still feel like if everyone in the class doesn't get, like if no one in the class gets like an A or even a, especially a B, I feel like that's kind of on the teacher. Just because, like, mm, like surely every year there was at least one person who was you. Who was there because of some weird circumstantial thing that caused you to be held back. Even though you basically knew the topic, you just legally had to take the class again, essentially. No, 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 no. No, I took, I took the class purposely. Purposely. Oh, like you, okay, you don't want, you don't want to jump straight into geometry. Is that you mean? Yeah, my mom, my mom was like, oh, just take Algebra 1 again. I was like, all right, sure, whatever. So I just took it. I I I thought I assumed it was like some weird legal thing because of the way you were homeschooled and they they encountered or something. No 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 no, homeschooling was fine. So yeah, but surely there has to be like at least one student that was the equivalent of you, a person who cares. There could be, but you can't you can't guarantee that, and you definitely can't guarantee that for this classroom. I feel so. Maybe you have to be there. Maybe if I was there, I'd agree with you. Yeah, if you were there, I'm sure you'd agree, dude. I I agree with this, and I that's kind of I usually don't. But the thing is, usually, I I feel like if no one gets an, an A, the average of the class must be like below eighty something percent or below ninety percent, and then just curve the class, just give everyone five extra points, and then it, it evens out. Okay, yeah, you can you can curve the class, but who cares? Like, I mean, at the end, like you know, let's not. I don't. I'm not about like curving the class. Like in 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 our in our in our in our, in our university, like. Oh, that was crazy. Yeah, like, oh, the averages crazy. were, like, super, super low, and they curve it up just to make everyone feel happy. But let's be honest, dude. Like, you know, uh, that's a little extreme. The high school, you can keep you know, you can keep a class uncurved and, and still be semi-decent, I think. Dude, I think I ever had cards, like, it would, it, during college, it was a time in my life where I would, like, go online, check my test scores, and see I got, like, a 43 out of 100, and be like, oh, thank God. Whew. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's like, oh, not bad, not bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, you you just know that after they curve it, and you're like, oh, maybe is that a B? Is that is somewhere? You know? Yeah, usually teachers would post the average, and then as long as you were above average, then you were within B A range. If you're below yeah. average, you have to do the math and find out where you are. Exactly, exactly. But Good that time. was cra- it. Was I can't believe that's just, that's just normal. It's just expected that you'll get a forty something percent on a test, and that's the average. Yeah. See, if you want to blame any teachers, blame blame professor. Anyways, I don't want to get into that. But the point. Okay, so that was that. And uh, is that is that all you want to talk about about that classroom? I'm sure there are other events, but I don't remember too much. Uh, yeah, I I just I just love that story with the kid who cut the uh, like he's like that was actually a pretty smart move honestly. Like I feel like I wouldn't think of that. I was like I have to stop him from calling the thing, cut the wire. I guess, but I, I feel like why did this guy just grab like the the thing off the off the desk and just smash it and then go? It was such a weird thing to be like cut the wire. I feel like that's more work. You know, like find something sharp to cut it. Just grab the thing, yank it out of the wall, and there you go. It's, it, this wasn't attached to the wall, was it? It was like on the desk, one of those. So it was attached to the wall, yeah. Oh, okay. Maybe that's a unique desk for that classroom. Because I feel like every teacher I had, they had just the desk phone. That was like wired. There was a wire from desk to the wall. This was in the portables too, so... I guess you you think that's less to be on the, on the wall then, but it's... No, I feel like more, because I feel like they like bolt that thing to the wall. Like it's oh. bolted in, as opposed to just a thing on a desk with a wire going from the phone to the wall. Yeah, so there you go. Maybe that's like, maybe maybe they tried. Somebody tried like before you, before you got to that class. That guy was there and he saw. Oh, that guy messed up. He tried to go. He tried to take it off. He tried to take it off the wall. I'll cut it next time. Maybe, but you know, these guys are like kinda, they're learning. They were kind of all for show. They didn't actually like you know they. I, mean, I, I feel like they wouldn't actually fight because they realized that oh you know we're gonna get it's like every in a, in a little bit we're gonna get caught or something. I learned something like relatively recently, like maybe a year ago. It's like you know I'm not out of high school for a while now. That I didn't, I, I, it's just, I don't know if this is, I'm going to see if this is normal, if you think this is normal. Apparently in our school district, there was a high school that was just, the purpose of that high school was just to take the bad students away. Yeah, I was talking about that one. That's not, it's not, it was, it was like a, I wouldn't even consider that a high school. It was kind of more like an adult school, like an adult high school. Yeah, that kid went to that, 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 that high school. Yeah, like is that normal for it to be like, oh, this person is affecting the average of the class out of the school. Kick them out. Just send them to that other school. 
I'm pretty sure once you get expelled from one of these high schools, none of the other high schools will accept you. And so you can there maybe they have this one where you can go in. Also, I know that high school that we're talking about, the uh I was considered as like an adult school, which is because like if you didn't pass high school, then you can go to that school too or something and then Oh, okay. See, I the way it was always described to me was like it was a high school, like a normal high school with the sole purpose of all the the problem kids are sent there. And I thought like they didn't want to expel the kid or something because I, I thought maybe that would look bad on the school's record if they had to expel a kid. But it's like, oh no, that kid moved away. He went to the farm. And so like they take him to like that other school and like then it's their problem and that they're designed to deal with those people. And by deal with them, I of course mean just let them do what they want and just let them suffer. I don't know. That's pretty far. I have no idea. I don't. I don't know. That sounds. That sounds almost like a conspiracy theory. Like I. I, I never. I never heard about it like that though. Like the way you're describing. I think. I, maybe it's just one of those things where I just. I always assume the worst, and I. I just assume that was the case. So it's like, oh, we don't want to deal with these guns, and we can't expel them because of it looks bad, and we can't keep them around because it looks bad on our standardized tests. So this is you know, put push it somewhere else, or just expel them, and then. But then maybe the expulsion looked bad. Like the expulsion. It reflects poorly on the school. Who even cares? Like that, I don't. The think people who work at the school, the people who are in charge of making the school look nice. Mm, all right, maybe I the don't same know. people who like hire a bunch of people to come in and be like, "Hey, make sure you you take a lot a lot of care when taking the standardized tests." Like remember in elementary school, they would have like the standardized test, and they made a big deal about it, but it didn't it didn't really reflect on you at all. Like it wasn't like you get graded on that, but they always made it seem like it was a big deal. And I don't remember that, to be honest. I remember that so vividly. They would be like, they, they would spend like an entire week talking about prep for this test. And they'd make, they'd make it sound like if you did bound this test, it was a big deal for you. And it wasn't like till later on, like near the end of elementary school, that you realize, oh no, that's all BS. It's just, that's how the government scores schools based on their performance on this test. And now suddenly, a lot of teachers care that you get a good score. Hmm. I've never, I don't remember that too much. But then again, I didn't really focus too much anyways. But yeah, um... Yeah, back to that's a crazy conspiracy theory. The first, the first high school one. I don't know. I want to know. I wonder if that's true. Um, but also, um, yeah, back to the thing where like you know, uh, you know, you know, I was loving podcasts. Say, oh yeah, I really love, uh, or I have a really uh like inspiring story, and they're right about to say, and the other guy cuts him off and be like, yeah. So anyways, about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's kind of. Like... I mean, I'm ending this podcast. I realize how often I one cut people off, and two, how I just go on like a different tangent on together. I like you'll be talking about something, but like yeah, yeah, it's a good point. By the way, and I mentioned something totally different because my brain just wanders constantly when I'm when people are talking to me. No, uh, same, same here, same here. But anyway, so I think I remember saying like you know there was one thing that I got super sh- like okay, well first of all let me describe the event, which like you it's like you know it's an event where you're like oh this is like when I asked you what was the horrifying yeah, yeah, thing yeah. kind of yeah would you do it in the moment kind of deal like everyone thinks they should but can they anyways basically I was in and the reason why I brought up the junior high thing in the first place was because this is the reason why I was homeschooled is because I was attending a different school. At the same time, like a religious school, I'll, just, I'll leave it at that. And so during high school, I was still attending that religious school, but just just late, like cram school, kind of like at night, like or in the evenings, right after my normal school. And so I was there. We're just chilling with my buddies. We're just drinking some water, and I just hear a, I just hear a crash. Like like kind of like a huge like. Well, are you are you outside inside? Where are you? I'm inside. I'm inside the classroom. Okay, and you hear a crash from inside. Yeah, I hear a crash from inside, a, a whoosh, 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 I don't know, it's, it's a weird sound. I'm like, it's kind of weird. You, like something has gone wrong sound. You don't know where it is, but something's gone wrong. Yeah, so we go outside, and then we look, and near the corner, there's a car crash. Like, a like a, a car hit another car, basically. Um, And I, I was new, because this part was like it's kind of dangerous. Like, there's a lot of blind spots there, so I was, I was like, something's going to happen here. And it did. So, car crash happened. But that's not the point. The point is, so we went outside to look, and I'm looking... And what I see is okay. First of all, there's two cars, right? But I only remember seeing one car, the car that the car that hit the other car. Okay, so like the person who's at quote unquote at blame. Yeah, yeah not or, at blame, but like mm-hmm. the one who like they didn't receive the damage. They did. They dealt the damage. Sure, sure. Basically, it's the car behind the other car, and there's there's a mother. Oh no! Wait, wait, this is a, this is like a rear end kind of situation. Yeah, yeah a rear end. Oh, I imagine like an intersection kind of T bone situation. So it's like two cars were like lined up and one hit the other one in the back. Is it one of those things like you don't actually remember? No, yeah, you know what? No, now that, now that, yeah, now that I think about it, it could have been, it could have been, it could have been one of those. I can't remember. The point is, yeah, the point is, it's a car accident, and and just imagine it's near a corner, okay? And so I look at the car and I see the mother, and she like if you just look at her face, 
Well, first of all, okay, you know, even before that, before we go outside, we hear a baby crying. Okay, you can hear the crying. Oh, that's not good. So I go outside. We go outside, and we just we're just looking to see what's happening. We see the baby. Well, we don't see the baby, but we see the we see the the what is it? This car seat, the stroller thing, inside the car. You know, like they they have that mm-hmm. booster seat. The booster seat, right? And it, and the booster hasn't like has been fallen down, but it hasn't like it hasn't been like taken off, right? So I guess. Okay, so it's just like it's it's clearly not set up properly. Like it's like not where it's supposed to be. Like it hasn't fallen down, but it's like it's like it has gotten like stretched a little bit. Okay. I don't know how that's possible. But anyways, that's not the point. The point is, I we don't see the baby though. I see, I hear the baby crying, and the mother. I just look at the mother, and I just see the face of the mother, and and her hand on the steering wheel, and she's literally like, like Shell I shocked. I'm so surprised looking at her because she's 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 dazed. She almost seems like she's out of it. Yeah, she she doesn't know she doesn't know where she is basically. She's just she's just seeing that like nothing happened basically. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking at her, and she's just, she's looking down. Uh, her baby is crying. I would expect her to like look, the, but no, she's she's just looking down. Her hands are on the steering wheel still, and she's just looking at her hands. And I'm like, it, it felt really weird to me. And I, I I was for me, I was I was frozen, dude. I was like, what the heck? And then and then one of my friends started moving around. I was like, oh, we should actually go. And then we actually went, grabbed the baby, got the baby out. Still, the mom was like a shock, and we pulled the mom out. And then finally, like, gave her the kid, and she was like, and she kind of like, I guess after that, the adults took over. But the point is like, that just shocked me. That event kind of like surprised me. That's crazy. I think. Huh. I'm surprised. Honestly, I'm surprised to hear that you and your friends were like, "We gotta go," and you went there and like helped out. Bro, I was so surprised, but and I'm not gonna lie. Like once I started seeing people move, then I was like, "Oh, we should go. We should go and help them out." I'm not sure if I would have done it myself. Like for for a moment, that you felt like time had stopped. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. And then once something moved, you're like, "Oh, that's right. This is happening. This is real." Exactly, exactly. Then we went to help the kid, the little baby. They were all fine. Everyone's fine. No one, no one got injured. But it was okay. Uh, it was like a super serious crash. Oh, uh, it's... yeah. Yeah, the only car accident I've ever seen, it was like it was a T-bone situation. Basically, like, like I didn't know the people or anything, but for like I, I just pieced it together afterwards from like hearsay and stuff. But basically, some one of the friends had a license, and they decided to let their other friend who didn't have a license drive okay. for a bit. They were in a parking lot, so I guess they thought they'd be, it'd be safe, right? But the first thing basically they started heading out towards the road to, to exit the parking lot, and I guess they didn't realize that it's. I guess, I guess I can only assume that they thought it was a four-way stop, right? But it's not. When you exit from there, the road is a... There's a stop sign on the opposite side. So one way is stopped, the other way is not. Okay. And this happened that, like, someone had to be, happened to be driving by at the same time, and they were going, and they got smashed from the side by the car going the other way. Wait, so who was at fault here? Oh, 100% the teenagers. Because it was their stop. They didn't stop. Oh, okay, okay. It was their stop. It was their stop, and I guess they just assumed that it was a stop sign because they stopped... And then kept going. And I guess they thought the other car would stop because they thought it was a four-way stop. But they did, it wasn't. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And so they just hit the side. It wasn't anything super major. Like, they got, they all got out of the car perfectly fine. And, but I just remember, like, like imagine you're, like, a 17-year-old. And you, like, you drive a car for the first time just, like, with your friend having fun. And, like, you get into a car accident. Wait, you were there? Wait, Emily, were you there? How do you know about the story, then? Just... Oh, I saw the car accident happen. Oh, you saw it happen. Okay. I was, like, at a nearby... I was... It, I was at the park w- w- of the parking lot they were in. You know, they were, in a, they were in the park parking lot. I was at the park. And I just, I can hear, you can hear, you can't, you kind of hear like the sound of like a car not being in control. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, I heard the screech and I look over and I see the car smash. And at first, it's like, it's the same situation as you. It was like, is this really happening? Am I, what am I looking at right now? And then, like, I see them, they all get out of the car, they walk perfectly fine. So, like, it wasn't anything super bad. It could have been, probably, because, like, if someone had been, like, the side of the car that got hit, you know, totally different situation. Yeah, yeah, they all get out, and they're talking. And then afterwards, I learned, like, oh, who they were. Like, they were, the person driving wasn't, didn't have a license. They were just kind of messing around, basically. You know, teenagers being teenagers. And that happened. It's like... Sure, And that's actually just one of two car accidents I've seen. Because the first, the the one I described is car on car. Second one was a dude getting hit by a car. Okay. And like that one was way more like the yeah, like most basic car crash example. Car was driving, person stepped out uh, from the curb behind a parked car, and they got hit. And it was one of those things where like I couldn't, I basically in the end I couldn't do anything because I didn't know what to do. And luckily somebody else nearby knew what to do and was immediately like, on it because like, they were adults. Because I was like in high school at the time, so I didn't know what the hell I was supposed to do. But yeah, it, it was Did just you call the popo. I actually didn't call the popo. I should have called the popo. I, I one of the things like it was a totally stupid thing to do with that. I thought like oh that guy's on the phone. He's calling the popo. <laughs> I should have been doing to call the popo. Dude, I've been in a car accident actually. It wasn't anything serious, but it was 
like me like it was my mom was driving and i was sitting in the passenger seat we just left like the mosque right and we were driving home and there was like a little it's like a little uh slope of a hill kind of deal so it's not really that steep but it's 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 a uh, it's not steep but anyways you have to be a little careful right to make sure you're not you know i don't know so the point is we're driving down this place and the car in front of us like i'm not sure if it was the car in front of us or the car in front of that car okay but basically i see that the guy in front like the, there's a guy driving and he has his mother or you know an older lady but she happened to be his mother later on we found out was in the passenger seat and the man he he put his brake on way too late oh so like you know like it's there's a stop sign or there's there's a, a stoplight and he puts brake on way too late he put the brake on late enough that his car crashed the, the car in front of it okay so we ended yeah he ended and my mom put her brake on too late she crashed into the car in front of him the car behind us put there too late they crashed into our car oh my god and and then later on and so what happened is we we got out, everyone got out there's like four or five cars that got affected they got out they had like taking pictures calling them, you know all that kind of stuff getting information the guy that the guy that I saw he's not doing any of this stuff he's he's just frantically looking at his mother and basically I, I don't know the mother had some kind of stroke or something oh shoot okay and he's he's calling the amb- yeah the ambulance stuff they they come over they I don't know they do something with with the mom and they go away so basically uh I guess the reason why he did it late because like must something must have been going on with the mom yeah something was happening in the car and they were distracted yeah he was distracted and then we got rear-ended but it wasn't um it wasn't that bad but I think like when we hit the car in front of us like our license plate got out of our car and hit the other person's car so it was it was kind of like you know one of those kind of little mini crashes yeah and uh my mom got a little bit injured so that was a little annoying but you know i was perfectly fine i was in the passenger seat i was chilling <laughs> but <laughs> i was chilling and we we're so close to our house too literally like two minutes away but yeah there you go have you ever been pulled over and then we're just like we're just about cars now at this point but have you ever been pulled over uh no no never no okay same i've always assumed that like it's gotta happen eventually right it has to happen eventually you know what i think have you ever been in the car when someone got pulled over at all or did you never even that- been in a car that's the one that I was gonna say. I'm not, not exactly sure if I have been or not. <laughs> yeah, I, how are you not? But sure? I just don't remember. Oh, Okay. Yeah. No. I, I remember this one time. So, you know how like under pressure you do some really stupid things, you know? Sure. This is one of the situations where like the, the officer comes and like my mother and the who's who was driving at the time, she just starts freaking out, like legit. Like I, I don't know what she thought was happening. Like I, I don't know. It seemed like she thought she was gonna die or something. She was freaking out real bad. Okay. And. My dad was trying, my dad, according to my dad, the reason he said it is just because, like, she grew up in India, and, like, you know, when police pulls you over, it's, it's a big deal. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? No, I don't. Not really. No? Oh, just, you did, just, just hope you never deal with Indian police. You know, it's, it's, okay. that's, it's, a, it's never good for you, ever. Even if, like, you, you're doing everything perfectly fine, it's never good for you. Okay, yikes. Yeah, exactly, yikes. Uh, so, uh, the, that's according to my dad, that's why she was freaking out so bad. But, yeah, at the time, it was just, like, she was freaking out so bad. Like, I was the good thing who had to be like, oh, here's the license, here's the registration, blah, blah. And, like, it was totally fine. Like, I was like, you're going pretty fast. And that was it. That was at the end of the conversation. And so he gave the registration. It was fine. But I don't know. Just something about the way my mother reacted. Like, it just sticks with me. And it's like, I was like, I sometimes wonder, like, what if I wasn't in the car with her? What would have happened? Then your dad, your dad was there too, though, right? No, my dad wasn't there. Oh. This is just uh... me and my mom. I, I talked to my dad afterwards about it. And that, my dad, that was, like, my dad's way to explain why she could have possibly been and I don't, I don't know if that's true or not because I didn't grow up in India, so I know how to deal with Indian police. <laughs> Thank God, that that sounds terrible and miserable and often in every way. But yeah, this, that's why I remember. Like you say, you don't really remember if it happened. I remember it so vividly because of the way my mother just reacted. Yeah, the only reason I say that is because I'm pretty sure it happened where all of us are, like my entire family, were driving somewhere in one of the states, I in one of the United States, and. uh one of them, you know, there's like what fifty something, you know, it's like a... one of the contiguous forty-eight states. I don't, I don't remember which one, and I don't remember the entire events. Pretty sure it was something like we were going like two miles too much or something, or like something like that. And they're like, "Oh, bro, you went kind of fast." And I don't, I don't remember what happens. So that's why I'm like, oh. it's so annoying how different states have different laws sometimes. Like there are some states where like you just can't drive in the left lane. The left lane's only for passing, and that's it. Right. And there's other states. The most annoying rule for me personally is just like the one where I want. I, don't quote me on this, but I believe it's in California. You can, you can go on a red if you're turning right. Yeah, you can turn right on a red. Yeah. Yeah, but there's some states where you can't do that. 
And like, so unless the sign specifically states otherwise. So like here in California, if you if a sign says no turn on right, you just don't turn on yeah, right. Yeah. But then like other states, it's the other way where there'll be a sign telling you if you can, otherwise it's assumed you can't. And if you don't know that, you're in trouble. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. This is how life be, you know. Is that how life be? <laughs> it is, it is, it is. Alright, um, well, you wanna go to another this is real topic? So long follow up. At this point, it's not a follow-up. It's just like it was a topic about cars or something. So about horrible accidents that we saw. The thing is, you can't put a transition in between that, though, right? right? Like <laughs> That's the thing. You, you can't put a transition anywhere in there, so it has to be follow-up. All right. Anyways. Cue the transition. Like how you don't even know the transition music. What? Hey, I tried. I tried. So this is like, this is probably going to be a short one. This is like one of those situations where I had to deal with this and I didn't know how to respond. So like, I'm going to see if like, if I did the appropriate thing, <laughs> basically for, someone got me a surprise gift, woo. right? Yeah. Woo woo. And I found out about it before they gave it to me. Oh, okay. So what do I do when they give me the gift? I, you know, in, in my opinion, I would just pretend to be surprised. Okay, that's what I did. I was just like, I'll pretend to be surprised, and nobody will know, and we're good. Yeah, I'll be surprised. Be like, oh, thank you so much, and then you know, kind of move on. It's not like I, it's not like I'll be like, oh, I already knew you were gonna give me that present. Oh, it's not a surprise, <laughs> is it? Now, huh? Thanks for the present, though. Like, <laughs> like, but is it lying if you pretend to be surprised? I guess it is, but this is one of those kind of like, who cares? Like, you know, it's not like it's not. Like this is a bad. This is a bad thing. I, I would think. Okay, because this is one of the things I like. I I, I spent like maybe. An appropriate long more time thinking like what should i do should i just tell them that i know and in the end i was like i was like nah i'll just wait it out i'll just like when they give it to me i was like pretend to be surprised you know like i don't know if i'm a good actor maybe they found out that i was a pretend to be surprised like i also don't have naturally big reactions to surprises either so someone if you if they did genuinely surprise you i'd be like oh blah blah so awesome and that would be that would be it so i assumed that i, I got away with it because i don't have huge reactions there's some people who are like Make a big deal about being surprised. Not one of those people. But at the end of the day, I still felt like I lied to them. Like, afterwards, I was like, I, I did lie to them. Just afterwards, you tell them, oh, you know, I actually kind of found out before. And move on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So you pretend to be surprised. And then afterwards, be like, by the way, I was lying. You don't... I'm only, why do you always make the things so harsh, bro? Like, you, you cut out you cut out the tact and, and the, the, you know, the, the, the build-up and stuff. Like, you just say, go straight to the point, which is not, not the correct way to handle these situations. What I'm saying is, if you feel bad... If you feel if you feel bad and you're like oh I really feel bad, so normally you wouldn't. Like if no, if you don't feel bad, I mean why would you? Your adulterer's happy, you're happy. What's the what's the big deal here? But if you feel bad enough that oh 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 no I found out earlier and I'm come on bro why would you feel bad? But anyways you feel bad, then sure why not just be like oh by the way you know I heard about this before but thanks still so much you know it's like blah blah right I mean yeah they'd understand you'd understand everyone move on. Okay, All right, so that's good to know that I took the appropriate course of action there. Whew. What did you tell them? No, I didn't. I, 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 when I say I felt bad, it was just like I was like, "Oh man, I lied to them." Like, it was that the wrong thing to do? Should is is the more socially acceptable thing to do is to just admit it? And that was it. Like, I wasn't like I wasn't seeing them being like, "Oh my god, I lied to them." How, how can I call them my friend? It was like nothing like that. So it wasn't like that big of a deal. I was just saying like I was just wondering like, did I do the quote unquote inappropriate thing? Because sometimes these things are hard to tell. Sometimes. Wait, there is no inappropriate appropriate dude. I don't even know if what I'm saying is the correct thing either. I feel like the inappropriate thing would be to just te- would be to just say, "Oh, I knew," and then take it. Well, you could just be like, "Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, thank you," but you know, I heard about this already. I, I don't know, dude. There's no like if you just handle it. With- I feel like there's no way to like tactfully be like, "Oh, I knew this. Is, you you were going to do this. You have to, like there's no you have no choice. You have to feign surprise." Or you could just be like, "Oh, I knew you were hiding something from me," or you know, my I, my mom was mentioning something about this. No wonder this was it. You know, kind of like alluding that I had some vague idea of what you were talking. Some doubts. About. You know, I don't know, I don't know, but I'm sure there's people that do something like that. Okay, that's the sort of topic. I seem to know. I seem to know if what I did was like a okay or not. What was the present? Oh, it's like. Oh, nice. That's a big one then. Yeah, I guess. I guess in that case, you wouldn't really be like. I already knew about that. <laughs> you thought it was a surprise. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you'd be like, this is, damn. This bro. was a while ago too, by the way. This isn't like recently it happened or anything. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Here's the next topic. Server lab. <laughs> the, the music is for Hamza. The music tells you that's the next topic. All right. 
server life. <laughs> okay, so this is what I'm talking about. Okay, so recently, um, I've been looking. I guess it's been a while now, but still, summer recently, I've been looking on how to make like video games, right? Like, you know, everyone's kind of everyone, every child's dream. I want to make a game, right? Yeah. So, of course, you can just pick up a programming language and start coding in that language. And there's tons of packages to help you make games. But you know, that's for little kids. We want, <laughs> right? We we want to make big games here, triple A games, tri not even triple, quadruple A games here. So. <laughs> Anyway, anyways, the point is, if you want to make big boy games, you gotta use big boy engines, game engines, or make your own game engine. But anyways, I can't do that, so we're gonna, we're gonna use someone else's engine. <laughs> and the big boys right now, at least, are like you know Unity, Unreal Engine, uh, Godot, right? They're really big. There's, there's other ones too, like Unity and Cry, whatever. There's but there's a bunch. But the big boys right now, Unity, Unreal, is what I would say. Yeah, Excuse those me. are. The, I think those are the two peak game engines if you just want to make a game. Yeah, and recently I saw an article by the devs, like developers of Valorant, and Valorant is like the shooter game for that League of Legends or like Riot Games made, the same company that made League of Legends. So they made a shooter game called Valorant, which is basically like CS:GO plus Overwatch kind of combined. I don't know. It's a weird like hybrid kind of thing. Yeah, well, you have basically it's a shooter, but you have abilities too. So take that as you will. The point is. I I realized that that game was made in Unreal Engine. Oh, okay. And I'm surprised by that because, you know, Unreal Engine is now at least as this current point in time because it wasn't like in the history. It's free to use. It's free to make games with, and if you make a game, if it if it makes less than a million dollars in profit, you keep all that money. But if it makes more than a million. Epic Games, which is the people that made the engine, they'll take five percent from you or some amount of percentage. Yeah, it's like, it's like a cut based on how much you make. If you make a lot, the cut is bigger. But if yeah. you make a like very little, then you just keep all of it. They don't care. And and Valorant is a pretty popping game, dude. I mean, I'm sure they made more than a million dollars easy, probably on the first day. Oh, for sure, dude. Come on, it's, it's Riot game and the new first-person shooter. Come on. Yeah, and so I was kind of a little surprised because like oh, they're, they're okay with giving even like a tiny percentage of their money away because you know. I mean, companies... Like, why would you, right? If you have, like, yeah, they're such a big company, why just make your own game engine from the very beginning just go with it? Yeah, but I guess it's just much faster using Unreal, and maybe they had a good deal, I don't know. But the point is, um, I was looking at that, and they had an article talking about lag, because it, lag is a huge issue, right, in shooter games, especially. Because there's something called Peaker's Advantage. Do you know what that is, Molly? No, not familiar with the term. It's the idea that there's there's a wall, right? And there's a defender on the other side, like an opponent. Oh, wait, do you, when you say Peaker's Advantage, do you mean like... They intentionally made so that in a situation this person would have better chance or better the system would work in their favor. You mean? Yeah. So wait, I'll I'll, I'll get into that. But Pico's Manager is not Pico's Manager is not something they did. It's it's something that's in all shooter games by default. Okay. Oh, it's a consequence of systems, basically. Exactly. It's a consequence of how the systems is engine the system architecture, basically. The deal is when the peaker, when the attacker wants to look into a point, they will turn the corner and look in the point. The defender will see the attacker, and they'll both see each other, and they'll, they'll shoot at each other, right? That's the idea. Peekers advantage means that peekers can see the defenders before the defenders can see the peekers. Okay, but yeah, so that's like that's in real life too, right? If someone picks on the corner, oh, if the person's not paying attention, they'll see them no, before okay, they... Okay, let's say the person is paying attention. That doesn't matter. The peeker will still see the defender first. Oh, so the person... Okay, okay. So the, 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 the viewpoint moves faster than the actual model does, in a sense. Yeah, it does, and that's because of server lag. Server. Basically, here's the here's how it works. Okay, uh, and the reason why I brought this topic up is because how did how did Valorant or how did Riot Games combat this? I don't really know. I didn't finish reading the whole thing because it, it was really long <laughs> and very technical. Um, <laughs> but that's not really the point. The point was it told me something interesting, which is any game that you play, any any multiplayer game that you play, it's actually only one game that's being played. Even though it feels like oh, there's it's five v five and I'm playing a game and my my friends are playing a game. It's really just one game that's being played. And that game is being played by the server. And the server will replicate to everyone else that you should move in this position. And now you're allowed to move in that position. But only the server is really playing the game. The server will decide, like, oh, you're allowed to hit this person. And this is how much damage you do and whatnot. Uh, so the game's, the game's only running in one space. Like, everything that you do, no matter what it is, any movement step that you take, any, any ability that you use, the server has to allow that to happen. So the server will, do, will, will let you do it basically mm -hmm. what most games do these days is they will like if you're playing a game and you click on a button on the like basically there's two sides there's the client side and the server side the client is you the person the player 
you if you click on a like a, an ability, like you click on W to move forward, or you click on an ability, that ability before it gets fired is going to get sent to the server that oh this person wanted to fire that ability, and all the you know trajectories and calculations will get calculated, and they'll be like, is this person allowed? Do they have enough mana? Is there a cooldown? That kind of stuff, right? Is the, are they allowed? If they're allowed, it will. It's not that it will let them. It will do the ability. Okay. But most games, what they do is on the client side, they will just do it the ability anyway. Oh, so when you click the button, it'll it'll show it doing it, even if the server hasn't gone back and be like, you can do that. And that's called like rubber banding, where you where, where if the server rejects you, then it'll it'll feel like you teleport or something will happen because like wait, man, it didn't happen. It didn't. Yeah, register. like you fi- you fired a shot, and then suddenly the shot just blinks out of existence. Even though, like, you saw it start, but it never finished. Exactly. Or a lot of people, and this happens, like, you know, if you're really, really good at the game, like, pro players, you can see the, like, it feels annoying because you, you see the bullet, like, hit the opponent, and then you get killed first because somehow it didn't hit the opponent. Because, like, of course, the server didn't accept that fast enough. Like, the client sees it, but the server didn't, like, the server rejected it, basically, because you died. Yeah, so, like, you see it happen. You, you see it happen. You see that you shot that person, and the, and the game's just like, no, you didn't. Yeah, basically, just imagine two players, two opponents looking at each other, and they're both shooting at each other. To you, you see the bullet hit the opponent. However, what really happened was, your opponent hit the bullet first, killed you, the server saw that, then they saw, oh, and you tried to fire a bullet, but you're already dead, so you can't do that, so your your your, your damage is nullified, kind of deal. Oh, okay, yeah. That is super hard to combat in, in a very fast-paced, you know, shooter game, right? In a game like Valorant, where, where Pico's advantage is kind of like, annoying in that sense where like you know yeah there's a really a problem with ticket advantage when you're playing like chess or something yeah yeah, of course of course this is only to do because like the server like your your data has to go from your computer to the server then it has to come back to your computer that's already an issue but now that server has to do some math and send it to everyone else and that's like okay it's like you know delays and whatnot and etc etc that's why most games they like to they, they try to match make to people that have similar ping like similar latencies League of Legends does this, Valorant does this, Fortnite does this, lots of games do this, um, where they will put you in a matchmaking queue for people that have the same ping and same ranking and MMR, whatever. Yeah, of course. They don't want to put you with like, oh, the ping is the same, so put, the, put it with the guy who like spent like 16,000 hours in this game and you've only played for two minutes. Yeah, exactly. So, I don't know, it's, it's, it's kind of a hard combat con- uh, situation because if the peeker looks in, to them, they see the defender first. Mm-hmm. And the defender, later on, the server will update them and say, oh, there's a peeker there. And then they'll look down, but then by that time point they're dead. So peeker advantage. Like it could be like the guy sees that he's he sees the dude peeking on the corner, opens fire, but by then the peeker has already sh- started firing before they even before you even see that they started firing. Exactly, exactly. So Valorant, I'm pretty sure I don't know how they do uh, how they fix it or how they try to fix it because of course there's still issues. Um, I'm pretty sure they try to make the the maps very defense advantageous, like like more advantage to the defensor defensive person. Like, a good player will want to play defensively as opposed to offensively. Like, I mean, in Valorant, there's only... do You either play offense or defense. Like, you don't really play defensively. I guess you you can, but... Like, you basically you defend a point versus trying to capture that point kind of deal. If that makes any sense. Okay, so, it's trying to, like, make maps that influence the way a person will choose to tackle a problem. Yeah. In a way that will be advantageous for the server. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's, that's a crazy problem. And and they do other stuff too. I'm pretty sure other cool trick, uh, like tips and tricks and whatnot. But of course, I don't know all of them because again, I didn't finish the finish the article. <laughs> but um, yeah. But it's interesting because this problem is not is when you're thinking of an idea for a game or when you're designing a game, you're not even thinking about this problem, which is like the actual coding server architecture that these engines can follow. But when you find that out, you're like, oh, there's nothing you can even kind of do. But that game is not that fun, or or you know you know what I mean, right? Yeah, like you're thinking like when you think of oh, I gotta make a game. You're thinking like, oh, I have to think about like how much damage does a shot do? Yeah, balancing. You know, them. yeah, balancing all that stuff. You like, you don't even think about like the stuff that's like it's so like super low level. Like, oh, you know, it's gonna take a couple. It's gonna take a few milliseconds for it to go through the internet, go there, come back, and things kind of change between them. And they have to, like design around that too. Yeah, and they do try to design around that. And not only that, but there's also things like rendering and when do they render. And how do you reduce render calls and this stuff and that stuff? And it's 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 really interesting how how Unreal Engine does it, where they're like, oh, so the first frame that you enter, that you move, it's going to do these many operations. The second frame is going to do these many threads, and the third frame is going to do these many. By the time you get to the fifth frame, everything on your on your screen should be loaded up, blah blah. Basically, trying to show like the more frames per second you have, literally the better experience you'll have because of like the way these engines engineer these kind of things. So 
This kind of goes back to like we talked about those during speed running that there are certain glitches that take advantage of frame rates, and it's because like yeah they they'll build systems tied to how each frame update things should have happened by then. So the higher the frame rate is, the faster it forces the computer to do things. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And so it's not just because when people say, "Oh, I, I want like a high frame rate." It's not just because they want it to look smooth. It actually can influence the way the game feels to play beyond just visually, but actually like mechanically. So yeah, and it really shocked me that to, to learn like kind of like you're not really playing a game. Like the server is playing the game, kind of like you know, in the sense that you move, but then you're only allowed to move because the server allows you to, and the server will tell you that you're moving. It will show you that you're moving, mm-hmm. and it will show everyone else to at the same time. It was weird for me to find that out. But, you know, not all games do this. For example, a game that didn't do this was Wizard 101. <laughs> of course, I don't know how they made their engine or what engine they used. But the point is, they didn't have exactly the server-client-side connection for everything, for every single thing. For some things, they did. But for movement, they don't. Sort of. So you can use things like Cheat Engine and stuff like that where they, like, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll like, you can move faster. You can do things. You can skip animations, that kind of stuff. Like these things that are handled on the client side, they can be manipulated. Oh, because you you don't have to worry about you getting banned or something, because the server literally doesn't see it. Or the idea is that yeah, if someone catches you, you you probably get banned. But yeah, yeah, the server doesn't see it, so the server won't be able to tell you. Although some people some people are able to combat that with the server too. But anyways, yeah, you're exactly right. Yeah, like it's safer basically because it's like everything's happening on your computer. And so they literally can't see your computer. It's like a black box. And so you can do whatever you want inside, then not have to worry. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And it's in, it's really important because the reason why I talked about that the server is doing everything is because of cheating. It tries to avoid people cheating. Because if the client yourself can do stuff without someone else telling you that you're allowed to do it, then you can cheat and, I don't know, you can, you can do stuff that other people don't see. Because, you know, of course, the server has no idea what you're doing. It doesn't even care. And you can, like, kill someone or you can steal someone's item. You know, you can do stuff by hacking into the game that the server will just say, oh, you're not allowed to do that because the server has up all the updates and the server is, like, kind of like the big boss. They just yeah. thought it was interesting, you know? No, I saying, that actually is pretty interesting. Like, in our, like, I've also looked into game design just because, you know, same reason. Like, oh, one day I want to make a game, right? And, like, I know how to program, so, like, I, you know, it's one step more than most people. True, true. Even though, like, realistically, programming is actually the easiest part of making a game. I feel like I feel like you gotta design the systems. Systems are the hard part. Cause like you know, a game could be programmed what? well if systems are trash, it doesn't matter. What does that mean by systems? Well, like you know, like like how like uh, like, like the the numbers kind of thing. Like how much damage does the tax do? Like oh, how, so like the balancing kind of deal. The balancing and like the way it f- like what the players allowed and not allowed to do, and how those things interact with the environment. Like, I feel like those are. Those are harder to design, I feel like. Maybe that's because I program. So I think programming is easy, comparatively. Bro, I program, but Unreal Engine is not easy. Like, maybe once you're a professional... Because the thing is, Unreal Engine uses C, C++ programming, right? And you're like, okay, well, I learned that. No biggie. But they don't use C++ the way we learned it. They use Unreal C++. They have a wrapper around C++ that use Unreal specific stuff. That's always, I, thought, I think that's always the case. Like, it's like the engine doesn't use a programming language. It uses our version of a programming language. Yeah, so they don't use strings. They use something called a text macro. Why do they do that? Because um, Unreal Engine is like platform like homogenous. Like you can you can use it in different platforms. So they, if you use a string, it might not be able to use in like mobile or something. I don't know. The text macro, you can. But you know, these are just little mini little things here and there. No, but I feel like. Like I said, like, I, when I say, like, I, I feel like the programming is easy. I mean, of course, I mean, easier because programming is never easy. You can ask anybody that. Programming is hard. I don't care how long you've been programming. If you think programming is easy, you aren't, you aren't programming. Unless you're programming on, like, HTML. Scratch. <laughs> okay, yeah, Scratch, sure. HTML is not a real programming language. Oh, <laughs> anyway, all right, all right. Okay. But, yeah, but I feel like this is, those systems are, like, also, honestly, that's, that's the more interesting part to me anyways. Is like how systems interact with each other, right? Like Breath of the Wild works really well because of the way they designed the systems. Are like you can interact with these objects and these things don't do. You can't do this and that. And like if you change even like a few of those things, you can get like a completely different experience out of it. No, I I, t- I definitely agree. But, but at the same time, it's kind of like 
you know, one, like I said, once you're a professional at the engine that you're doing with and, you, and you're, you're in the workflow, then yeah, that, that becomes definitely hard. That becomes like the main issue, the bottleneck kind of deal. But before that, like, man, just getting over that programming step for whatever engine you're using or if you're making your own engine, that's going to be like, that might take years even. Oh, I hope you enjoyed this follow-up episode of Tom Singh. I appreciate sure we've had more time and follow-up than we did the actual podcast at this point. Oh, dude. You know, it's whatever whatever syncs our time better. That's so true. As long as it syncs time, it fits the description of the show. Have roll credits. All right. All right. Well, hope to see you guys next time. Adios. Sign off. <laughs>